0: You are now listening to Redbeard Talks Redbirds, your home for all things Cardinals baseball. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Hobby Card Shop in Jupiter, Florida, located right in the heart of Abacoa, about a block down from Roger Dean Stadium. This is the go-to place for all sports lovers where you can buy and sell cards and sports memorabilia. Hobby Card Shop. Hold. Collect. Sell. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Redbeard talks Redbirds. We are back over at the hobby card shop. I am Alex Stovall. That is Blake Yeager. What's up, guys? Um, spring is going. Spring we got spring baseball going. going. I was yeah.
1: over there yesterday. I got to see some action. The fields have been packed for like a few days now. Yeah, you guys That's are getting busy over here. We are. We are seeing the spring training traffic arrive, no doubt. Parking spots are uh, at premium. <laughs> parking spots are few and far
0: between, and it's only gonna get worse. <laughs> yes, these things do happen. Well, it's fun, the weather is beautiful, and uh, it's baseball time.
1: It is officially baseball season.
0: Football's over, it's it's time. I love all sports, but they need to go away. Yeah. We're done, We're done with them. For We're one. done with them. Baseball's always number one in my heart. No there competition. So, uh, what do you got for me? What are you thinking? <sighs> I mean, what are you feeling? What's important? What's not important this season after
1: last season? (laughs) I mean, I don't know that there's an aspect of, I mean, maybe the offense, but I don't know that there's an aspect of the team that doesn't need this spring training and doesn't need
0: this, uh, the reboot. That's kind of what I'm feeling too. Um, You know, I've read some encouraging things. People are saying the right things. It sounds like they're doing the right things. Um, But, you know, all of this is... Is pomp and circumstance
1: until the game starts. Until start the game starts. And we see, we see the defense back to Cardinal defense. We see the base running back to Cardinal base running. We see just the fundamentals that were I quite was literally, lacking last
0: year in my opinion. They really were, across the board. Across the board. Um, I was actually looking at it before I came over here today and we had one player as a Gold Glove finalist. Do you oh. know who it was? Uh, Donovan. No, mm-hmm. or Tommy. Tommy Edmund yeah. was a utility Finalist. I think we had
1: six Gold Glove finalists in 22.
0: It's mm-hmm. a bit of a drop off. Mm-hmm. Just a bit. And the the two most notables that are always there, Goldie, Goldie and Arenado, and, and they were not there. Uh, Brendan Donovan was not a finalist last year. Probably could have been, but you know he was injured. injured and He it yeah. wasn't quite up to snuff like he normally is. Um, Hopefully, this offseason surgery there can kind of help that this year? Yeah, so I actually saw him out yesterday swinging. I didn't get to watch him fielding at all, but he looked fine, he looked normal. I didn't see any indications that he's not feeling right. I and mean, I think
1: him and Tommy just being healthy, I mean, everyone, but those who, being healthy up the middle, just keeping everyone on the field this year is gonna be such a key component. Well,
0: for those two guys specifically, their defense is huge and we need them both to be getting on base, have some some higher average, have some on base percentage. Tommy's a gold-glover wherever you put him. Pretty much. Having him on the field is paramount. Pretty much. Yeah, I actually read an article this morning talking about Already, Like, we just started full squad workouts, and they're already talking about, well, if Mason Wynn can't hack it, we'll bring Tommy back to shortstop. And it's like, Listen, like can we give the kid give a the chance? chance? Yeah, we have to give him a chance. Well, we let can... him have a minute. I don't even think he finished his cup of coffee last no. year. I mean, he had, he's barely
1: had over 100 at-bats. Like, we got to give it time. Rookies rarely succeed in this league. It's it's not normal to see a rookie come and hit 300 and be a gold Glover. I mean... This is a we're tough game.
0: It's a tough game. And these are world class <laughs> world at doing this. Yeah. So yes, I mean, when you're going from AAA, where yes, they're good, but they're not as good.
1: Well, but uh, I mean, you look at, Mason's a perfect example. Look at when he went from single A to double A. His first month, two months, he struggled. After that, he understood the pitching. Double A and triple A, same thing. Slow, he got to see the pitching, learn the mm-hmm. pitching. Became the Mason win that we're expecting. Major leagues. He got his cup of, small cup of coffee at the end of the year. He's still a rookie this year, saved him by, I think, three at-bats. Uh, so mm-hmm. he's a qualified rookie, and I think I think that's going to pay off in spades for the Cardinals.
0: They just got to let him get used to it. Yes. I, I think traditionally on, on all of his steps, he's had, like you said, I think about a six-week buffer. Yeah. And at the end of the day,
1: the best St. Louis Cardinal baseball team is with... Tommy Edmond playing in the with the team made up as it is right now. Yeah. Mason Wynn is our
0: shortstop. Yeah. And if Mason Wynn's our shortstop, the rest of the dominoes fall where they need to. If we can get him where I want him to be, if Tommy can be the Tommy that we've seen before, if Brendan Donovan can be the same guy that we've seen We for need two Donnie years, to be Donnie. If if all three of those guys can play, you know, at a level that's close to what we think they can, We've all of a sudden got three good defenders, two of them really good, and three guys that you know might be able to be like a leadoff type of batter. I mean, I, I think I think you're completely right.
1: I mean, I think we have three solid leadoff choices once Mason can get there
0: if he can. I mean, we got to see just that first. Let him get there. Yep. Got to give him that chance. He's going to be a great eight-nine hitter to start the year. Absolutely, I'm a big fan of having a number nine hitter who's basically a second leadoff. Love, I it. love it, love it. More guys on base, in front of Goldie, in front of Arenado, all these guys. Yeah.
1: I mean, at the end of the day, our offense should hit. We should have a top 10, top... I mean, I don't think it's crazy to think that we'll have a top 5 offense in baseball. It is
0: not crazy to think that we should. Yeah. I mean, the players are here to do it. I mean, we've got the talent on the... I tend to be overly positive, especially (laughs) when it comes to the Cardinals. Absolutely. I... I am usually planning for and expecting better things to happen than what usually do. But I'm not going to lie, I'm I'm slightly pessimistic on the offense. I'm I'm really wanting to see it though. We've got, I mean even the bats off the bench, we've got Matt Carpenter, say what you will about him, the guy is streaky but he works his tail off, there's nobody that wants to win more than he does, and the last time he worked with Matt Holliday during the offseason, he had a great year for the Yankees. Well. And also, when you have when you have the stars of
1: your team clamoring for a specific guy to come in because they know what he can do to the clubhouse, know what he can do to the culture, know what he can do for these young guys, the next generation of Cardinal baseball players. Like they said, in their, I mean, they had their team meeting yesterday, and that was one of the things they were telling. Who, who's going to be that next generation? And having someone like Matt Carpenter in there to show these guys the true Cardinal way,
0: I think that's... that's right. I think it's something the team missed last year. So, um. Well, and if you want to split hairs, I mean, I feel like Goldie and Arenado belong as Cardinals, but they didn't come up through the system. Right. So maybe bring in someone like Carpenter back, bring in Danny Descalso back yeah. as a coach, some of these guys to help instill that and make sure that the, the ideas and the traditions and the way we go about things are truly preserved the way they need to be.
1: And, and I mean, it's different. It's different being a cardinal, and I think some of the comments Matt. It's Carpenter supposed to made, It's supposed to be. It's not. It's not the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's not the. You name a franchise that isn't consistent. I mean, the Cardinals do things different, and we see that. And mm. I think having these guys that understand that truly, that were brought up in that yeah. culture, is is something that shouldn't be overlooked. Yeah, uh, I I get it. People look at his batting average, look at his age and say what are we doing? It's something that the core players were asking for and you have to believe that they know what that clubhouse needs so I'm,
0: I'm here for it. I'm excited. I was actually interested to hear some of that talk because in a way that's guys like Goldie and Arenado and and maybe Contreras I mean he's been there for a year so I, I cut him some slack but it's kind of them admitting hey we don't feel like we can do this on our own yeah which I think that makes me respect them absolutely more. because it's hey I know we didn't get it done I feel like this will help us get it done so I will admit that maybe I don't quite have all these bases covered like we need, so let's get some other guys in here and let's push this thing forward. I love it. They're not,
1: saying, they're not thinking they can do all. They they realize that they need that help and asking for it and bringing it into the team. I think it's... Well,
0: that's kind of like the Cardinal way, right? right? Just make yeah. sure you do your job and get on base and let somebody else behind you take care yeah, of it. absolutely. Albert Pujols cannot take every at-bat and hit every home run.
1: No, he can't. Not anymore, unfortunately. Sorry, we had some folks trying to come in. I don't think we're open for business. Doors doors are locked. We had some people yanking on the doors.
0: We will be open all spring training. They'll buy baseball cards tomorrow. That's right. We'll be open tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, What are your thoughts on... This is a really broad question. Let's take it as many ways as we can go with this. I I didn't tell you about this before. I just thought of it while we were talking. All he has a manager and front office decisions as far as personnel and how they want to go about things. Really broad. Take it where you want.
1: You know, it's. I think this year is going to be. It's a big year for both the front office and the manager because Mo is coming up at the end of his contract. Um, the writings on the wall who, I mean, they didn't bring Chain Bloom in for nothing. Mm -hmm. It's the last year of Ollie's contract. uh, They didn't bring these coaches in for nothing. I think there's a lot of pressure on everyone to have a big season. Um, It's gonna be an interesting, it's, it's hard to answer. It's gonna be an interesting year because if they come close to doing what they did last year, we're gonna see changes like, we haven't seen in generations,
0: I mean, of this
1: Cardinal team, it's.
0: Yeah, and I think it kind of depends on, obviously it depends on how everything plays out, who performs, who doesn't, how things go. Um, If we have a down year similar to last year, I think there's a chance that some of the decision makers may not be hanging around a lot longer. I think that's completely fair. Um, You know, I, I like Ollie. I know his players love him. I think he's a good dude to have around. I'm not thoroughly convinced that he's the right man for the job. I'm not saying he's wrong. I think that's a perfect way to put it.
1: Thank you. <laughs> I, I I don't know that he's wrong. I don't know that he's right. I mean, we look at his first year, he leads the team to 93 wins, I think, in his first season. Mm-hmm. And then we come back,
0: second season. Of course, fourth. that was like, outside of the fact that we got thumped in the playoffs, that was like a magical that's year. just unfortunately a reoccurring theme anymore. Well, yes, <laughs> that's, that's true. Um, so one thing for me, and I keep hearing this a little bit here and a little bit there, but the Cardinals have been turning more and more towards a, how do I describe it? A money ball type of a method, a analytics type of a method and getting a little bit further and further away from having true baseball guys and relying on gut instinct because I don't know how else to say it. I mean, I think that's the entire industry.
1: And Mm -hmm. honestly, I think the Cardinals were probably caught a little flat-footed, especially on the pitching side of it. The Cardinals have been a pitch-to-contact franchise for decades. Mm -hmm. We haven't gone after the strikeout pitchers. Baseball's turned to a strikeout game. Uh, you go look at what we've done to the bullpen this year and we have arms in there that miss bats now and i think i think that's a huge component of well i think for the bullpen you
0: have to do you that. have to do that i mean you go i'm not sure that i believe that starters have to do that no i don't think, i don't
1: think you need to see that on the starters i think i think it's an issue we've seen in the bullpen um starters we just need to get innings out of this year mm. we've got to get innings out of them we can't have an average of five and a third innings pitched a game out of our starters. Right. If we can truncate that to needing three innings a game out of the bullpen, you're looking at a 91 season right there.
0: Yeah, that, that changes a lot of things right there. You're right. Um, so I know, uh, like your Tony LaRusa, your Dave Duncan they were very much into numbers and analytics and they spent... I remember that book, Duncan carrying around with yes. and literally every and single player... And they would pour that, through this yeah. stuff because it is important. Absolutely. It's hugely important, but I also feel like there has to be a balance between having all of the information and being able to you know, put it to good use, but also having guys that know the game, understand their players... They know what's going on in the clubhouse. They know what's going on in their lives. They they know. Okay, I feel like he's good to go. He's gonna have a great day. Let's right. put him out there. That type of thing. I, I I do feel sometimes that the Cardinals, at least the front office, are trying to push them away from that, which I can understand because it's it's unreliable. It's we don't you know. It's gut got feeling. Gut feelings. Yeah. Measure that. Yeah. It's but it's still a thing, in my opinion at least. I feel like you have to have that as a main component, not maybe the, the component, component but, but a main component. I
1: agree, I agree, I think it's important. You can't have guys that are just that past darlings, you've gotta have guys that are true baseball players. Yeah. Um, it, it's a, definitely a combination of both, I think. Right. Because um, the game is going that way, but you're gonna miss a lot of talent by only looking at someone's sheer stat cast, their sheer
0: yes. money ball numbers. There's a lot of players in different sports that I'm a huge fan of that are not your stat- Leading players. Um, like, there's a lot of people are gonna call me names for this. Tim Tebow, he does not have the good stats, he does not look pretty playing but he, football, but that dude finds a way to win. He wins, yeah. He, uh, he, he finds a way to win. You can say that in Florida, though. You'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you got guys like Doug Flutie. You got guys like, let's go to basketball. Um, Rodman. Dennis Rodman? Yeah. He's going to find a way to win. Yeah. It is not going to be pretty, and he is not going to lead anything but except for maybe steals in. and blocks, yeah. maybe rebounds. He's going to find a way to win. He might be drunk, but he's probably <laughs> gonna outplay. <it. laughs> yep. Same thing for Michael Jordan, except for he makes it look he really pretty while he's in yep. the crap out of it. Yeah. Guys that just find a way to win, for me, that is invaluable. Uh, yeah. And I think that's really hard to find, except for just spending time around them. It's a it's a Yadier Molina. It's
1: I mean those type of guys I think don't come along often, and when you have them, it's. It's a culture changer. It changes the whole. Well, there we go. From 22 to 23. Yeah. Huge culture <laughs> changer right there. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't think we've ever seen such a pendulum swing of a Cardinal team from one year to the next. Hopefully, we see that pendulum swing back this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, some of that. You know, speaking of some of that, the Cardinals do a really good job of bringing around past the players. Yeah. It's so like. Fun. We could name off tons of them. I saw Bernard Gilkey out there yesterday. Yeah. We had Rick Enkeel out there. Um, obviously, Willie McGee's a coach on the staff. Aussie was out there a couple days ago. Well, I didn't see him yesterday. Some guys like Izzy, Ludlow, Izzy's on Flora. the staff. I mean, you got they keep their guys here. Mm-hmm. I
1: mean, it's it's pretty cool to see just those guys still being around, still being involved. I love it. There's so much up. to this game.
0: You know, yeah. there's endless possibilities and things to think about and ways of going about things. You have to have guys that'll come in and pass stuff down and maybe well, it's just mindset or... But, and it also just comes back to
1: that Cardinal way. I mean, these guys came up in this franchise. I mean, there's exactly. a reason the St. Louis Cardinals have won 11 World Series. Like, they do it the right way and they just move from generation to generation. And yeah. back to that question yesterday that they were, or Monday that they were asking in the clubhouse, who is gonna be that next generation? Is it Jordan Walker, Mason Wynn, Nolan
0: Gorman, Lars Newbar? I mean, they've got the nucleus to build from, Um, yes. I'm a big fan of Nolan Gorman. Um, I know that he's got tons of talent, especially extra base hits, hitting the ball hard. Um, I'm not really sure how good he could be defensively, and honestly, I don't know that we're gonna have the chance to find out. Where does he play besides DH? Regularly. I don't mind him at DH every so. day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just being, I mean, I, I don't have, but is our team not better with Brendan Donovan playing second? And Absolutely you know, better. Nolan Gorman is our everyday DH, and then yeah. when Wilson needs a day off, we can, sh- I mean. Well, that's part of the beauty of having these guys that are able to move around and play different yeah. spots. And do, I am the biggest Nolan Gorman advocate. I am a huge Nolan Gorman fan. Um, I think this kid's going to be a future MVP vote-getter. You think so? I think so. Okay. At, Maybe he, he needs put, to do a little yoga to get his back under control. Uh, if he can get his back, play 150 <laughs> games. Um, That's a strong the, endorsement. The guy's bat is as good as any lefty bat in the game when he's... I mean, When he's on, we, he's a stud. We saw what he did cutting down on his high strikeouts last year. Um, he started to revert back a little bit,
0: but mm. we saw him cut down again later in the year, I think, I'm a big Nolan Barber believer. It's a game of adjustments, and in my opinion, if you can come up to the highest level, be good, regress, make adjustments, yeah. and be good again, you're showing that you have what it takes yeah. to really compete here. Let's keep in mind, he's 23 years old.
1: He's 23.
0: Is he not 24 yet? I don't
1: think so. Okay. I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's 23 still. So, uh-huh. Like, he's he's got a huge runway in front of him still. True. And true. And same, same goes for the walkers, the Winds, the new bars. I mean, we have a great young nucleus mm-hmm. molded with the vets of your Nottos, your Goldies, your Contreras. Um, but I don't think there's a whole lot of wiggle room this year. I think that no. team has to be competitive this year. Uh, I was looking at the odds for the division the other night we're right there neck and neck with the cubs um and that's kind of scary to me in a way because i feel like we should have a better team this year but
0: well i I guess part of it is going to depend on what happens with bellinger yeah um from what i've seen people are saying the cardinals have like a 55 plus percent chance of winning the division and i read something this morning I don't know what the date on it was, but it said basically 30 to 35% for the Reds, for the Brewers, for the Cubs. Yeah, I, and it's a competitive division because we're all sort of good and no one really stands out. You wanna shoot that up to 70%? Let's
1: go sign Jordan Montgomery.
0: You hear that, Mo? Go sign Montgomery. I Jordan saw you Montgomery. yesterday, I'll go shake your hand and tell you what to do if you need. You want, you want a
1: surefire way to be the favorite to win this division? Let's go into a playoff matchup and have Sonny Gray, <clears throat> Jordan Montgomery 1-2. I mean, it's not the best in baseball, but I'll go throw that up with anyone with I'll our take bats. It. I'll take it. Right now, it's Sonny Gray, then... Yeah. Who do you start in game two? Right now? Uh, I don't See, know. It's, I, I I shouldn't take long, long. It shouldn't take that long. To I know. Answer. I know.
0: I don't know who I would start. I mean, I guess. Miles? Michaelis? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And, and he's... You know he's up and down. He, it's
1: an even year. Go look at every other year. He's up and down. Literally his numbers
0: every other year since what was he's it? Been a I think it was nineteen. He was like a three and a half ERA, something yeah. like that. Maybe better three, three yeah, one. Yeah, it eight. was low threes. And every year since then, he's been like mid fours. And yeah. last year was five, two five, five seven five, something awful. Yeah, not not pretty. Yeah. Again, Jordan Montgomery is sitting out there. I know. I know. I keep talking about it. I'm it's, begging for I it I know no, um, I don't I don't know enough of the right people <laughs> No I mean we see
1: it year after year after year a couple of these starters are going to go down with an injury that's going to cost them multiple weeks it's trying to happen. I mean it's every single team it's not just the Cardinals starting How many starters are, did we have start I think 13 last different year. starting pitchers last We had
0: 13 year. different yeah. starters start a game last <laughs> year and we're gonna say that we're good with this five and our few that are completely unproven in AAA. Yeah, it's scary. You throw another proven
1: starter in there, you throw Steven Matz into the bullpen and have him be your long
0: reliever, have him ready to go when we've got an injury. I was um, talking about it the other day. Steven Matz, he had the best ERA that we had last year. <laughs> he was like a three, eight, six. Yeah. He had the, by far the best ERA. From but he starters. also is gonna stay healthy. I know. Two years in a row. I mean, he, he played half a season, basically. Yeah, yeah maybe two-thirds.
1: But, I mean, sheer number-wise, I was looking at it last night, Cardinal. Last year, the Cardinals spent, I think it was $13 million on their bullpen. I was reading this in an article. This year, they spent $19 million. So, yeah, I mean, as a percentage, went up 40% on what they spent. Mm-hmm. But even taking Steven Matz and moving him into the bullpen, yes, it's a big number for the bullpen, but... We've paid Greg Holland that, see how that turned out. We've paid <laughs> Cecil Brett Cecil. that.
0: Um, yeah, we've tried. We've tried. What so was um, Andrew Miller? Andrew Miller. He, he was sort of successful for a minute. Luke Gregerson.
1: Yeah, and we, we paid some of these guys, so why not just move one we've already got and go get a fifth starter, and then we... And then we think, got somebody ready we, to go when something yeah, happens? Not if, when. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, let's be honest. What was it, three years ago? Um, maybe it was four years ago. We we were short on pitchers. Everyone got hurt, and we had a, a real problem. And then the next year, we loaded up, and we had plenty of pitchers uh-huh. to deal with it. Yep. Now we've forgotten about that. I guess <laughs> we have. Um, it's gonna
1: bite them at some point again. Let's just hope that the Zach Thompson, the <laughs> tours, the the Triple A guys are ready to go.
0: I mean, we saw Ron last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've heard some folks be really excited about him. His yeah. numbers weren't great. I mean, he's got some stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, young guy, got that cup of coffee, didn't have yeah. a huge triple A runway. Um, so I thought it was nice that the Cardinals were able to call him up, get him some starts last mm-hmm. year. Um, but still, it's maybe down the line. Yeah. But is he that guy that you want to call on again to come and make five starts in the middle of the season? Yeah. Um, I mean, those guys may be, because you don't have another option, unfortunately. All right, I'm curious. Who's your bullpen? Who's your eight? So, obviously, you got Hellesley. Yeah. We got Geo. Kittridge. Jojo. Okay. Um, Middleton. Keenan, Middleton.
0: Okay, um, so that's five, and those are like your five for that's sure. That's your five for sure. I think um, you got a, you got one or two others that are kind of for sure, in my opinion. The uh, uh, Ryan Fernandez. Whoa, that was not uh, a pick of mine. I
1: want i I think it's gonna be super interesting because they brought a lot of arms in that they're throwing at the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, Riley O'Brien. <laughs> um, I could see him making the team. Okay. Um, there's someone I'm leaving out. Who might. I? Um,
0: I think they're going to give John King a shot of the spot again. Um, there's some excitement about John King, for sure. Um, You've got Libertor, which has a ton of potential, but we haven't really seen what he can do. I have to imagine one of either...
1: Libby or Zach Thompson is yep. gonna make the team. Yep. Um, as that long arm. Yep. Um, who am I forgetting? Palante. Palante. But he's gonna, he, he's not throwing yet, is he? I don't know. Um, I feel like there's a
0: name I'm missing We here. We got one or two others. Romero, you've got him in there already. So I figure... I figure King, Libertor, and uh, yeah, I'm forgetting another name too. I figure they're battling for the last. For the last, yeah. I've I've got Palante in there, assuming he's ready.
1: For sure, your Helsley, Geo, Kittridge, Romero, Middleton. Yep. Those guys are... um, No-brainers. They're they're on the team. Um, The guy was signed uh, out of Houston. Uh, I'm not ready for this. (laughs) Smith, I think it was. But, I mean, they're doing what they need to, getting arms, getting strikeout pitchers for the bullpen. Um, They need to throw these darts at the board and hope that some of these guys turn out. Um, It can't be
0: AAA guys that we're just hoping like we saw all season last year well i'm glad that we've got you know some different looks a little bit guys look a little bit different their motions different we got lefties we got righties all the different things i'm happy about that i'm I'm excited i mean i'm excited
1: about our bullpen compared to where it's been whether it works out or not
0: (laughs) we'll find out soon me, personally, for what I know, I'm ready to roll with our bullpen. I don't have any problem with it, and I know we got some extra guys that are going to be in AAA ready to go.
1: Which, Lord knows, we needed.
0: Yeah. Back to the starting rotation. Jordan Montgomery. I don't know why he's out there. Have you—I'll just move on past that. I want the Cardinals to sign Jordan Montgomery. Moving on. What about uh, Trevor Bauer? Have you been hearing some of this? I have. I mean— I don't know how bad he might be for a locker room, but the dude is talented and he wants to play. (laughs) We haven't talked
1: about this, and I know everyone's got that. I would. Sign him in a heartbeat.
0: I figure the worst that could happen is he shows up, and if it doesn't work out, then okay, let him go. Right. He's
1: going to get paid the major league minimum. Why not take a shot? And I mean, I get it. that franchises don't want to sign I don't know. I'd be taking a shot. That's that's where I'm at. I mean the guy's a Cy Young award winner, he's gonna play for the major league minimum. Somebody is gonna take a shot on
0: him. He's doing he has done the same type of things that Wainwright did when he was like at his best. Mm -hmm. He's changing up his delivery, he's closing one eye, like he's doing all this stuff because it just feels so easy that he got the whatever he wants. Yeah, he really
1: does. (sighs) I'm with you. Take a shot on that. Take a shot. They're not going going to. I have zero confidence no, in
0: that thing. I doubt
1: it. Um, but man, what
0: a pickup that would be. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be ready for that one. Um Saw Jordan McGon Jordan. <laughs> I Jordan. I saw Jordan Walker out there playing. He looked good yesterday. Um he's a big guy. He's a big guy. Like for as young as he is, that is a that is a man. He is a big guy. He could play any sport he wants. I think. Especially for how fast he runs. Like, it's crazy. I yeah. keep going back to watching him throw people out at second, third, and home yeah, last he's year. Got that was him. incredible. And I think we're going to see drastic steps forward in his defense
1: this year. Um, We've seen him. We saw it last, last year. year. Yeah, he's making adjustments. He's yeah. making
0: changes. He's learning. He's still learning the outfield. Yeah. Kind of like we're saying about Mason Wynn. Give him a little bit of time. Let him season himself. This yeah. is going to be exciting. I think it is. Uh,
1: the Nucleus is there, yes, we've got some older guys, but they're still in their primes. They're not They're not on the back end of their career. But yeah. I do think it's pivotal that this team, especially with the beginning of the season we're about to see, with the road trips we have, the schedule we have to start the season, um,
0: they gotta get off on the right foot. I know, I know. They really do. One thing, this is off topic, sort of, do you know the Cardinals are going to go hang out in Arizona and play the Cubs? I didn't games? know that
1: until, like, a week ago. I saw we're, we're going to
0: take the grapefruit over to the Cactus yeah. and have a little fun. I
1: know, that's pretty... I
0: would love to be there
1: for that. That's that would be so a last cool cool. to go to. Uh, I didn't know that until, like, a week ago. Yeah, I was looking at the schedule, like, why do they end, like, five days before the season starts? And then I saw, oh, they're making their way out west and going to play in Arizona. As far or as I'm far. aware,
0: that's never happened. I've never seen that. I know the, the Cardinals, Cardinals haven't happened. No, before. not that I'm aware of that's cool, though. Yeah. They're going to start cool. in L.A. and then go to San, uh, San Diego.
1: Yeah. It would be cool if next year we could see that reciprocated where one of those Arizona teams comes here and
0: plays a couple games. I'll go to Arizona to watch the Cardinals out there. Absolutely. I see a lot of baseball here. I want you yeah, to that. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> what else you got? What are you feeling passionate about? Uh, Sonny Gray. Yep. I am excited about him. If you've read or
1: looked at his – he is a – Bulldog. He's looking like he's going to be a stud. Uh, I'm ready for it. I'm excited about him. Uh, the way he just, watching some of the videos of his bullpens, and just, he takes ownership. He's uh, he's in control. He's uh, he's what I think a cardinal pitcher should be. He reminds me. Maybe not Say from, it. from that Say
0: it. talent him, <laughs> but he reminds me of Chris Carpenter. Agreed. Um, Agreed. I'm actually surprised how small he is though. Like he's one inch taller than me and like weighs the same thing I do. But man, you're right. I mean, he's a competitor. He is, he's a little
1: fiery and I love he is, it. He's a he's a fireball. I wanna see it. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about him. Between him and Wilson together, like oh, yeah. you got some you got some fire <laughs> dudes. You think we're gonna have some there. fights? I, he got some fiery dudes <laughs> between those guys. Um, so no, I, I'm super excited about Sonny and uh, I think he'll be the true ace
0: that this team needed, um, I'm excited for him. Yeah. Last year was probably the best year he's had, would you agree? For sure. Okay. Um, so even if he's not quite what he was last year, he's still gonna be exactly what exactly we Exactly what we needed. Mind. But again, exactly what we needed, but we also had what we
1: needed last year and got rid of it, so it's kind of a replacement. Right. If you guys know what I'm talking about, we don't need to go back there. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so I mean, yes, I think he is going to be what we needed. Just comes back to is he is he enough? Yeah. Who, who's next in line? Yeah. But I mean, we see the rotations change every year. We've got the trade deadline ahead. We've got the pieces, but there's also still free agents out there. Um, yeah. Off season is not over. We've seen them sign guys late in the off season. Um, yeah, it, there's still hope. Do I think it's going to happen? No, but. While he's still sitting out there, someone's gonna sign
0: him. Yeah. Um, I I say this over and over again. I like how the Cardinals front office does their business dealings. I think that they do a good job picking up um, undervalued players. Yeah, But the more you do that, the more times it's not gonna work out as well. And I feel like, I just, I wish they'd take that extra step sometimes, a little bit more often. I agree. Uh, Especially in a
1: year like this that I think is one of the most pivotal in years, decades. Um, There hasn't been a Cardinal team as bad as we saw last year in decades. Right, Um, worst team in 30 plus years. Yeah, so hopefully that pressure, in a way, gets to everyone this year, but doesn't get to them if it makes sense. I mean, I think everyone in that clubhouse is gonna understand that last year isn't acceptable. Um, and there's a lot of pressure on the entire team to perform up to those expectations. Yeah.
0: Um, I feel good about Contreras and what he's gonna come in with day in and day out, because I know he wants to win, and maybe maybe for himself, maybe not. Maybe it's for his teammates. I, I don't mean, care as long as he has that want. Could you blame the guy if he has
1: a chip on his shoulder? <laughs> right. I can't. I mean, I think I think you're gonna see him he's comfortable here now, I think. He's not coming into a new team. He knows his team. He's teammates. not trying he to replace
0: yeah. a once in a century player. Exactly. Um, the other thing is like, look, we got Goldie, we got Arenado, and those are two studs, and we need to win with them. We need we owe it to them, in my opinion, to put together a strong team and a strong season. I agree. Um Those guys deserve a playoff run which involves more than just <laughs> losing two games in a row and out. Yeah. That's,
1: that's. A, I'm so over yeah. that. It is time for this Cardinal team to win a playoff game. It's been too
0: long. No. All right, no. let's change the switch gears slightly. You're talking about playoffs. Playoffs? <laughs> um, expanded playoffs. What are your thoughts? Cause we keep expanding it and I don't it like it. It does not need to expand anymore. we play 162 games. Yes. Yeah. Can, the, can this 162 game season, which is the longest one in professional sports, can we honor that to some degree and not put half of the teams Agreed. in the playoffs and at least half of them don't deserve to be there?
1: I wholeheartedly agree. Um, yeah, I get the argument. Well, I, I how like many years in being... a row have we seen the bottom seed come and win? But I also think that's a microcosm of these top teams having to take a week off from playing. Yeah. Um, it's not hockey or football where the break does you good uh, these guys are used to playing 162 games in 185 days that you give them a week off everything, they get out of there everything stops so everything breaks that's why stops. we see these teams that go from the last game of the season have two days off play 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 yes they stay they stay in there
0: we've had a wild card team win the World Series, what, like eight out of the last 10 years or something? Yeah. It's, and okay, it's all about momentum. Makes sense, I get it, but if that's the case, then why don't we keep the pedal down? Because (laughs) the Cardinals, the past few times that they've been in it, they take the pedal off. Even if it's just two or three days, that makes a huge Huge difference. difference. It just, we see it every year. So okay, I know they need a rest, they, maybe they're hurting, whatever, Take a day. Use the DH. Things yeah. like that. Let's keep the pedal down, because if you don't,
1: we see what happens every year. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's we've seen it every year. These how easily the Braves got knocked out last year. Like I know. I know the highest scoring, most home run hitting team in baseball history, and they get rolled by a yeah. wild card
0: team. Yeah. Um, Didn't they get swept? Yeah, I think. I think Arizona swept yeah. everyone until they, or wait, no, no, no. The Rangers swept everyone, I'm lying to you. I don't know, I, I'm,
1: I'm not a fan not of drunk. expanded playoffs. I I'm think, not i <laughs> I think, I agree, I mean, it's 162 game schedule. The, we need to stop rewarding 500 teams or just over 500 teams, but that's not the way baseball is gonna go. More TV ratings, more money, and more games are on TV. Um,
0: but the problem with that is you're putting mediocre teams in the playoffs. I don't want to watch that crap. I know. I mean, if it's going to be competitive, yeah, let's let's see this. Yeah. But it, it, I remember going back to, like, 2004, 2005, the Cardinals and the Astros. That playoff baseball was amazing. Every game. It was, was crazy. That was probably the best three-year stretch of my
1: lifetime of Cardinals. <laughs> I think a lot of people feel that We need to get back, to, get back. To, to, get that
0: get back to that. I think a lot of people feel that way. That 5 team.
1: Nah, for me, it was 4 I think the 5 team was the best, in my opinion. There's no beating the Red Sox, though, so after. Well, Coming see, back now, from we're, now we're diving just, into the, the <laughs> memories and stuff I all know. of a sudden. So that, tell, that's me, tell me about, you about your 05. I mean, the, the lineup, the rotation. Mm-hmm. The, I, I think it was the best of the three Cardinal teams, but I also think... There was nobody that was going to be the Red Sox that year coming back from three. What well, you're talking to, four. to the Yankees? 0-4, oh, Yeah, sorry. oh4 mm-hmm. There There's just we've never seen it before. You knew when a team came back
0: down three zero, they weren't losing another game. Well, it wasn't just a team that yeah. came back they 3-0. Yankees. This is the Red Yankees. Sox that came back against the Yankees, yeah. and they hadn't won a series in eighty something years or something. That's what we need to do in the next podcast. We need to do a whole back in time cardinals i'm good with that i'm absolutely good with that yeah 04 for me is definitely the team you got reggie sanders in left which in my mind i was thinking about the other day that fool was underrated Oh my gosh he was an, a an all-around player yeah he really Defense, was offense on base steals home runs everything yeah you got jim edmonds in center you got Larry Walker and Wright, who could still play that year. I think 05 was probably his last year yeah. and he was done because his back was killing him. You got um, Renteria at shortstop, and that was his best year in 04 yeah. by far. You got Roland in third. third. Who was our second baseman? Was that Vinha? Vinha. Okay. Was and Vinha was, he he was, was strong. That was like my favorite Cardinal player growing up. Yeah? Yeah. All right. I was a huge Fernando Vinha fan. Okay. Yeah, for me, Ozzie and Roland are probably my top two. Yeah. Obviously, uh, Yachty was on the team in 04, but he was the backup Backup. to Matheny, who was really good at defense and offense was subpar. Um, They kind of were similar type of catchers, for sure. At that time, yeah. Um, You got Chris Carpenter, you got Woody Williams, I believe Izzy was the closer that year. Um, Who else do we have as a starter? Jeff Supon, he was a good man, uh, I like him. Yeah, I was a big Supon fan. Oh yes. Um,
1: Wainwright was in the bullpen, but he was injured.
0: There was this guy named Albert Pujols who played was, first base for him okay. a little bit. Yeah, he was higher. all right.
1: Who else was in that rotation? It was Carp, Woody, Supon.
0: Morris, wasn't he? Or was know. he gone?
1: No, I think his last year was 3 I don't know. I'll look it up. Yeah, I'll have to look that one up. Yeah, that was a strong team, bro. We need more of that this year.
0: I'm ready for it. I'm ready for the games to start. This Saturday. First game. I know. I'm excited. I'm going to be there. Are you going to be there? Or are you I'll be, be here. Selling, I'll, selling selling I'll be cards. here. I'll be here. All right. I'll let you know how it goes. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> what else is going on here at the store?
1: Um, We are ramping up on spring training stuff. Uh, we've got a bunch of... Cardinals, Marlins, as well as any team that's coming here to play, different items coming in the shop via umbrellas, t-shirts, hats, balls, okay. uh, all the different spring training goods.
0: i uh, will be events. interested to see if uh, if there's a lot of Astros fans because they've got a good team every year. We'll and see a lot of, right down the road. A lot basically. of Astros and Nationals
1: fans. Astros, Nationals, Mets. We'll see a lot of those fans down here. Uh, Even with the Nationals being, me? Yep. okay, yep. All right, good for um, them. Phillies. Yankees, the Yankees day is always crazy. It'll it'll yeah. be more Yankee fans and Cardinal fans that one. They buy out the
0: stadium. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Uh, the Mets, they're not far down the road. Port no, St. Lucie. The Mets have seven games here this spring. Yeah, they're here so quite we'll a bit. See the Mets a lot. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, here in a few weeks, was so about three weeks away. We're going to do a live
1: live show. Yeah. Uh, March fifteenth. So the prospect breakout day and Cardinals night game. We're gonna do a live podcast here from the shop on game day. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be cool. Uh, we'll have customers here. You got we'll enough have...
0: people to uh, ring folks up? I, I it's think we' be busy.
1: We're calling. Uh, we're calling the parents in uh, for a little relief help for during for spring reasons. training. Yeah. A little All help right. spring training. That'll be awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, like you said, it's the uh, the futures breakout or whatever yep. they call it game, and that one's gonna be at one o'clock on the fifteenth, which I think those are gonna be so cool and I love that Major
1: League Baseball is doing that. You're gonna see young guys, just drafted guys, uh, from this year, prior year, against teams, against another team's young guys that you wouldn't normally see. Like, someone like a Chase Davis, we're probably not gonna see him in a Major League Spring Training game, but he's probably gonna be on that prospect. Like, guys that you don't normally get
0: to see. So that'll be a lot of fun. Well, it's gonna be fun for us, the fans, but it's also gonna be fun and good for them because they get a taste. Yeah. It's yeah. Like all right, oh yeah, I, I want that. I Let's want, go. Yeah, yeah, I need more of this. There you go. I like that. So that's gonna be at one o'clock. We're gonna do our show here at four o'clock, and then at six o'clock we got the big boys. Yeah, coming. it's gonna be a nice day. I love night games because I can actually go to them. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, is that the day when you're? uh you're sponsoring stuff? No. we no. Will, Well, we're sponsoring Cause all You're, you're, you're a, a sponsor of a lot of of folks at that.
1: the stadium. We're going to have a billboard on the outfield wall. We're sponsoring the Play Ball Kids. So, it's before ball. every game, the uh, Play Ball brought to you by the Hobby Card Shop.
0: Uh, so, yeah, we're trying to be heavily involved over at the Good stadium. Good for you. Yeah. It's fun. In case you guys are aware, we're right down the street from Roger Dean Stadium. The neighborhood is Abacoa. We are in Jupiter, and the Cardinals take this town over for at least a month. You know what's it's awesome. really cool? This past week, uh, every single day this past week,
1: I had either a Cardinal player, a Marlin player, or a front office go. guy in the shop every there day. So it's been really cool having players and front office execs come into the shop and I love uh, getting to interact with them. I love Especially it. being a fanboy Cardinal, just these guys walking in, it's pretty cool. How are you when you meet them? Are you I'm... I want them to feel comfortable coming in here. Yeah. I don't So I'm, I'm not asking them for any autographs or pictures or Are you or freaking anything. out in your mind? For you sure. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred. Okay. Uh, we I don't want to. We've had some big name players come in here, uh, so I, right. I try to respect them. And want them to be comfortable coming in here, but mm. inside, it's kind of it's a little difficult for me. I'm <laughs> trying to get
0: used to that myself a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think it's always going to happen in here for to sure. some degree, but but yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get a little bit more access. I want some of those big boys to come on the podcast. So reach out if you want to come talk. We'd love to have you guys. That's right. (laughs) Love it. All right. Well, I think we're probably done here. Good to go? I think we're good. All All right. right. Blake Yeager, Albie Card Shop. talk Redbirds. That's right. Go Cardinals.
1: Go Cardinals. Thank you, everyone. Woo!
0: Hey y'all, thank you so much once again for joining us for this episode of Redbeard Talks Redbirds podcast. Make sure you go over there, hit like and subscribe for this channel, and don't forget to hit that notification button. Make sure you don't miss the next episode. Let's go, Cardinals!